0: Air Nation proudly presents the Bucking Cap Show live on BlogTalkRadio.com, and now here are your hosts, Buck and Cap.
1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Bucking Cap Show. I'm Buck. Cappy is on his way. We'll be here soon. We're a little late tonight, and we apologize for that. Uh, but we got a lot going on, and uh, we got a lot going on tonight. So we're going to crack right into it. First of all, I'd like to uh, thank the Dead Air Nation. That's who we are always provided by. And our sponsor, Gnarly Beard Co. Go and check them out, everybody, at GnarlyBeardCo.com if you have any needs, as far as with a beard, you know, you need shaving, oils, any kind of needs for your beard. They are the company to go to, com. Please check them out. And, of course, if you do, please put in the promo code SINISTER, and you'll get yourself a nice little deal. And Cappy's with us now, so I'm going to invite him in. Cappy, how are you doing tonight? How's it going, Buck? Going all right. You know, a little uh, little snafu on a, a lot of things. Um I, I'll be honest with you, uh I when I text you about, you know, the show or whatnot. Um mm-hmm. I was in the middle of a quandary myself. I was trying to get the computer to work first. Then I had a <laughs> sound issue and I had I had a lot of things going on and I uh, believe that those are things that I need to discuss. With my roommate, but I think my roommate was using my, um, I know she was using my laptop. I gave her permission to, but I think she messed with a couple of settings and, you know, therefore probably, um, probably, you know, shut the laptop up without closing it properly. And so it was completely dead. So Ah, nice couple of things to discuss there. Otherwise, nice. You know, got here. We're a little late. Uh, but, you know, welcome everybody to the show. I already mentioned Gnarly Beer Co. We're good. I, you know, I, it felt weird. It was like, oh, man. But I remembered it all. I'm not in the perfect cappy style that you would do. But, you know, I got it across. So how are you doing? I you don't know cap-y. about
0: that. <laughs> I don't know about it being perfect. You know, to be honest with you, I had a minor issue with the studio launching for me you know how you get in you sign in and then you go up and you select studio yeah that that Mm -hmm. wasn't coming up on my um for a while so I was just like okay great you know let's see what happens when I call in and then i figured I would probably have to text you to say hey unmute me so that I can join the show with you Oh, and by the way, I can't see the studio, but it finally came up on me, so.
1: And yeah, um, I ma- let me ask you a question imagine- about that real quick, because go, I, go I just have one quick question about it. When you were having issues with the studio, because they're probably the same issues I had, did instead of Dead Air Nation's emblem going up, was it just like a pink microphone?
0: No. You know, it gave you no, settings
1: was- and start your show?
0: No. No, it was the Dead Air Nation oh, no. gave me the ability to select dashboard, create episodes, yada yada yada. Um when it wasn't launching studio, I went into episodes and uh and what I did was I just closed it all out and started it up again and you know, when I clicked on studio it it paused for a little bit, then finally came up. So So, yeah, I had issues too. (laughs) Uh huh.
1: Anyway, we're here. Yep, uh, we are.
0: I imagine you were working today. um, I was not actually. I've been off all week. Well, Um, I can almost guarantee you this you didn't watch any of that uh, Robert Mueller testimony.
1: Actually, I. I watched a little on the uh, on the phone, um, you know, just to kind of get myself known, get a little knowledge in me uh, as to speaking about it tonight because I thought it was on the show page. So uh, I wanted to make sure that I knew something about it um, as far as coming in you. here. So I watched a little bit.
0: I'll be honest. I, you know, when this first came out, I was like, Well, I don't know that we'll necessarily hear anything that we haven't heard before, you know, that's not already in his report, which, yeah, I know I'm a bit of a loser, I guess, but I did uh, read his report. Uh, Don't ask me to regurgitate anything from it at this point. You know what I'm saying? I I read it when it first came out. Um, But again, back to my original point when this came up i thought to myself you know okay what 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 else are we going to get from this if anything you know what i'm saying and uh <clears throat> i was mildly disappointed but i knew i would be disappointed before it even transpired but i will say that there were instances where i thought that um the Democrats didn't do themselves any favors with uh, what they were trying to accomplish. He went into it saying, I'm not going to comment on anything outside the scope of my report. The Republicans tried to get him to uh, talk about the Steele dossier, which is quote unquote linked to Hillary Clinton's campaign. Um, People uh, needless to say, I don't think he being Robert Mueller uh, did a good uh, job of explaining that, you know, when he asked, he said, as I said in the beginning on the onset of this, I'm not going to discuss that, Uh, you know, and his, his answers all around that were, I'm not going to get into that at this time. It almost seemed like he was fumbling over his own words at times so it didn't always make him look good but i just thought to myself okay i think we all know that it's under investigation so you know i've seen the comment i've heard the comment millions of times when um you know witnesses are asked about something that they can't comment because there's a current investigation just I can't comment on that because of potential uh, investigations in and around that. You know what I mean? Just like, look, sorry, I can't do that. Rather than making it be like, you know, they they were making it out to be along the lines of he refused to uh, discuss that. So anyway, I just thought they didn't do themselves any favors. And then there were some things, you know, um, the, uh, what was it? The judiciary committee, um, uh, Congressman Ratcliffe, who's, uh, a Republican. He's also on the house intelligence committee, which Mueller had to, um, testify in front of in the afternoon, but Ratcliffe brought up some very, Candid points about the law and how you're not supposed to do this, blah, blah, blah. And I don't think he did a good job of it. He being Robert Mueller did a good job of explaining, you know, he did say kind of weakly, meaning in a weak manner, that um, yes, but uh, under the scope of our investigation, just because we didn't indict somebody didn't mean that we... Um, you know, don't include the information or go further in the investigation. I forget how he worded it, he could have worded it much better, in my opinion. Um, so anyway, I, I, and then the other thing too is, um, uh, Senator Ken Buck from uh, Colorado, Republican, thought he had. Uh, Mueller in the crosshairs he he was drilling into him, and he was drilling down about the law and how he thought that Mueller's interpretation of the law you know wasn't um, completely accurate and that he shouldn't have done this shouldn't have done that and then of course he he turns around and he says well let me ask you this Um, you know if the president uh, leaves office would you um, bring charges against him or something like that? You know, would, should they bring charges against him or something like that? And Mueller without hesitation said, yes. So what you're saying is, is that um, there's sufficient evidence here to prosecute? Yes. So it's like he was surprised and I was like, Dude, don't don't act surprised. I mean, it basically says it in his report to be ready for it. I think all around on both sides, there were things that, you know, they they just didn't seem prepared for the answer or didn't pre- seem prepared for the question, yada, yada, yada. And I would have to agree. Uh, one of the Republicans had mentioned this on the um, outset that. I think we all want to just be done with this. You know what I mean? If if something comes to this, and I said this to my wife, we've talked about it. I was like, look, impeachable offense, you, you got to have a lot there. You know, think about with Clinton, where he slept with an intern, right? While he was in office, so that intern should have never been with him, yada, 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 Yeah, they brought impeachment proceedings against him, but they got thrown out. You know, so it's like, look, that's not going to happen here in this situation. Regardless of him, they did paint a clear picture today. At times it was a little rocky, but I feel they did paint a clear picture today that the Trump administration did try to um, tamper. With the investigation, so to speak, uh, talking to um, his counsel McGann about firing Mueller. Ultimately, that didn't happen. But the fact is, he talked about it. He he asked about uh, Sessions unrecusing himself and stopping the investigation and stuff like that. That's all leads to obstruction. He wouldn't he wouldn't sit down and talk with. Uh, Mueller, uh, among numerous um, uh, requests. I'm sorry, I lost the word, but numerous requests. He wouldn't sit down with him. He did answer some uh, predetermined questions. And even on that, Mueller said that um, he didn't feel that the president was entirely truthful in his answers. So they they did paint this picture. They asked. And he had mentioned there were three elements of obstruction. I'm not going to get into them with you, but needless to say, a number of them said, okay, so element one, blah, 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 wouldn't that constitute this if, you know, so and so did this, Paul Manafort representing Donald Trump, Donald Trump firing Comey, then talking to him again about firing you, blah, blah, blah. There was stuff that. Connect it with all three elements, which basically painted a clear picture of obstruction. I mean, is it impeachable? First off, I don't think he would get impeached. You send it to the Senate, which is um, you know run by the Republicans. they're the majority, so that's not going to go anywhere. So just focus on what we need to focus on and and move on and after he's no longer president. If they bring charges against them, they bring charges against them. You know what I'm saying? To me, this this whole thing started about a foreign government meddling in our election. And to me, it should be about what are we going to do to prevent that, you know? And And I don't think that's really truly getting addressed, other than the fact that hey, we're aware of it, and it's probably going on right now as we speak. They're meddling in our elections, and they probably will try to have some type of social media influence over it in the next year and a half before um, you know, we have an election for a new president. Hey, okay, but what are we going to do to stop it? You know, Regardless of it being Russia— or whomever, a foreign government should not be meddling in our election. And to that point, and this is my final note, when the president was asked if Russia came calling with dirt on your opponent this time around, would you accept it? And his response was, why wouldn't I? Well, because they're a foreign government, Mr. President. Uh, he, he also mentioned that it's done all the time. Well, no, not with foreign governments they they have opposition research which is something he brings up they do that within our own you know our our own country our own candidates they do opposition research they don't go and seek out information from foreign governments first off, why would you trust something from a foreign government secondly just I, I I don't understand how you wouldn't see that as, gee, where did they get the information from? How did they get that information? Hmm. Maybe they're doing something illegal to tap into to be able to get that type of information. I mean, I couldn't even get that information. My people couldn't even get that information. But this foreign government got that information? Gee, I wonder if they're infiltrating our systems, which any foreign government that does that, that's wrong. You should just it should be like a red flag and and the alarm going off Bing, 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 and everybody should stop and go. Wait a minute, I think somebody should look into this, like, you know, FBI or someone like that should look into it. So, you know, I just, to me, I didn't expect to hear anything grandioso, if you shall say. And, and that's something like Pop would say. That's why I threw it in there. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. I didn't think I would hear something grandioso today. Um, and, and to me, let's let's move on. Let's focus on what we have to do as a nation, as a country, moving forward. Taking care of ourselves, taking care of our own politics and stuff like that. And oh, by the way, what are we going to do to prevent other countries from meddling in our election? And let's hold the social media platforms accountable for the stuff that goes out there, you know, from uh, hacked accounts and stuff like that. And that'll be it from me. I'm gonna step off my soapbox now. Like how you said, step off your soapbox. Um, the best part is you that know, I legitimately enough, like, took a step here in the, you know, my studio, if you will. I I actually took a step. Oh, did you? Ooh. I'm sorry. Step right your off. Your turn. Did you
1: put a soapbox here? You jump on. What what necessarily? What is like the size of a soapbox anymore? Like it, it a soapbox is very tiny, right? You
0: know, something that uh, carries soap. But
1: you know, it's but very no, tiny.
0: It, it basically like a, uh, a platform, step to step stool type of thing. That uh, you know, that the term that they use references that. Well, yeah. Maybe, maybe the they need to come paint. up with a new so, term. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's so many things that are used, uh terminology and stuff like that, and it's like you, you got to come up there. with a new term. <laughs> now, you made me think of this, and I apologize because now I'm going to step back up on it. One terminology that's go. used is oh, snowflake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the thing about it is, is I is I've... Game with people that use that uh, term snowflake and the, the sense in which they use the term nowadays, applying to like millennials who, you know, um, go off on things and you know, probably don't have a good leg to stand on with it. You know, that that's the premise, but the term snowflake originated from people who were against the abolishment of slavery. That's the term snowflake was used for. I don't think that's a term that you should take and use for other things. If it was used in, in an anti-racial epithet, you know what I mean? Where basically these people wanted to pin down minorities and not allow them to, you know, uh, be free from slavery, which was is something that's wrong. Nobody should be enslaved. Nobody. I mean, and, you know, some people might turn around and go, well, what about people that are in prisons? Well, they, they're there because they're charged for a crime. These people were there, you know, um, just because of their color. So that that term, snowflake, stepping back off the uh, soapbox you go I'm going to stay quiet for a bunch of minutes
1: okay well well. first of all I want to describe snowflake for a minute I mean that isn't how I ever knew the term the term I believe came from a friend of mine who uh, describes it as a furry dog that he just adopted snowflake yeah, that's what I thought Snowflake was, but you know, that's just me. <laughs> I guess I should uh read up on terminology. Boy, soapbox and snowflake and what other <laughs> little things can we come from with uh that start with an S. But um, Shithead. In terms of you know, watching some of it, I will say that um what I did notice was that Mueller seemed to struggle. A bit. Um, and, um, basically one answer, much of anything, he kept saying, you know, I refer to what is in the report or I will, will not discuss it at, the, at this time, you know, kept asking, you know, uh, you know, from, uh, you know, what, what is, what is that from? And he had people repeating themselves like crazy. It's, it was, um, uh, it was interesting to see. Um,
0: but I'm I, I'm pretty I will much, say this but, uh, if I may. I, you said I will say Many this, minutes. Say. You said many minutes you I are. apologize. <laughs> I apologize, but you brought up something that yeah, I, I did say that he didn't clarify himself well enough sometimes. But even um even one uh congresswoman, Republican, mind you, uh, had talked to him about uh extensive investigation of this size. No one person can have knowledge and their hands in on everything, every single thing. And that was apparent by his stumbling, you know, and I think that's why he wanted his number one guy there sworn in uh, with him. Mind you, um, the Judiciary Committee said he can be president and help you out, but you no, know, he's not going to be sworn in. In the um, Intelligence Committee, the Republicans refused to ask him questions or have him direct questions to um, his uh, his assistant who ran the day-to-day operations. So he probably has a little more um, readily available knowledge of it. So, yeah, he, he did seem... There were times that he seemed like he was stumbling on stuff. But keep in mind, there is a ton of stuff in his report that is under current investigation, and he's not permitted to discuss it. Like I said before, I think he went about it in a, a sloppy manner to explain it. You know, his opening statement explained it, but then when he was being drilled with questions, he either neglected to elaborate um, by saying there's current investigations and there's things that I just can't speak of. Like I said in my opening statement, he just would say, "Uh, uh, uh, I'm not, um, uh," and you got a lot of that, which was kind of concerning to me anyway back to you right in that he he struggled he did he struggled but
1: um i i am with you on the fact that uh you know i'm kind of you know tired of it like i i'd rather see us um move on because i know ultimately what they're trying to do they're trying to set it up so that they can impeach trump and like you said you need a lot of information a lot of evidence in order to do so and I basically feel like this was, you know, part of part of that. You know, they're they're just trying to get information. They keep trying to impeach this guy. Agree. Well, bad move. Here's by the, the way, thing bad move. About, yeah, here's the thing about moving on. All right, because you already have, um, you already have them discussing, you know, next year and you know, the next uh, presidential election, and, you know, you already have your candidates coming out, you have all this, so immediately, you have something like this, and this has been discussed about thoroughly, um, you know, for a good amount of the time, well, it's been about two years that they've been going on with this, this um, Mueller, or at least two years ago, they started the Mueller report, and and all that and I heard a few times about, you know, it's been 2 years today. So, um not exactly today, but yeah, you know, otherwise what I'm trying to get it um what I'm trying to get across is is that, you know, you constantly have had, you know, issue after issue after issue on both sides of the of the line, you know, you have the Republicans, you know, and you have especially Trump, you know, going on his Twitter, always announcing, you know, oh, I want to talk about, you know, let me um, let me talk about this, you know, because apparently he talked about, you know, his investigation today or his um, interview today. How about not even worrying about that? You're the president of the country. There is a lot more that needs to be taken care of and done uh, than worrying about you know, what this guy said in, you know, while he was speaking to the committee today. And I I really, you know, it really bugs me that every time, it seems like every day he's either on Twitter or he's on TV announcing something, you know, about how wondrous he is and how horrible the Democrats are and blah, blah, blah. You know, let's, let's try to do some business here. You know, let's try to do, you know, Government, if you will, you know, that, that's what you're there to do, not not to respond to this or that or,
0: or or whatever.
1: It's it's an everyday thing. Um, It's the first time I've ever seen it throughout any presidency. Of course, when something happens, you know, you, you always wait like something very poignant happens. You always, you know, go back to, you know, what what's the president saying about it? But it's never been an everyday current, and it certainly hasn't been on Twitter. And I've said it a million times on this show, and I will continue to say it a million times. The man needs to get out of his own way, and he needs to get off of that Twitter. You know, it, it's just no good. It's it's it doesn't solve anything going on Twitter constantly, day after day. Doing ripping people, you know, saying how great you are, you know that, that. Personally, that doesn't that doesn't win me over. You know what wins me over is action, and I'm just, you know, I'd rather see action going on right now, than you know, a, a follow a Twitter account, if if you will. So on that side, I'll say that. And then on the Democrat side, they're so busy trying to get him out of office that, you know, they're not paying attention to what their job is to do and that is, you know, you know to do government. And and that's it, it bothers me on both sides when every time I look on on the television, if I look at that's why I don't like to look at uh news all that much because, you know, you're either seeing this political crap going on or just, you know, basic, you know, just Bad things going on in the world uh, That's not for me um, So I see it going on It bothers me uh, I don't follow politics Like you do, Cappy uh, Partially because Of my belief in that I feel like they're too busy uh, Trying to say Which each other um, Candidates Or party are trying to do um as far as you know, they keep slandering and slandering and slandering and slandering. And it, it's just annoying. And that brings me into the reports. The the Russian um where this all started from, from the Russians uh hacking, which they obviously have done, um and and getting, you know, information, you know, about the Clintons and everything like that. And my belief, I'm just a regular bystander here in the country, uh, just a regular person, you know, trying to live my day throughout. And so I don't sit there and, and have the information that, you know, maybe I can need. So I, I would sit there and just say this this is just my opinion. Um, and that is, is that I feel every country is trying to do this. I, I feel like every country or major country, has hackers employed. And it's it's also been proven in America that they have hackers employed to try to swing propaganda into other countries. And We've done it. We I, re, I remember reading a report uh, back when we were invading the Middle East and everything that there were accidentally papers, you know, just like little – you know, just the size of a regular sheet of paper, you know, with propaganda on it that all just miraculously just got dumped over cities, um, to tell their citizens, you know, you know, what is wrong with their government and everything like that, and it was linked back to us, and I believe that 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 happens. It happens, you know, with the Russians, and that happens with us. My biggest uh, problem with all that is how far it goes. Now, if there was a way that the Russian government, or any government for that matter, was able to tap in and change votes for the people of America, that's where I would sit there and hugely say we... Do something about this, right? Now, there are numerous websites out there, numerous accounts like you were talking about, and they're all out there, and they are all, uh, a lot of them, not all of them, uh, there are a lot of false, you know, websites out there trying to convince you into doing one thing or another. where it's to. Be a consumer. Or a buyer of a product. Or trying to convince you. Into. Uh, who you should or should not vote for. In an election. It's. Sadly. Um, probably the person. That they're trying to get to is, is. Someone like me. Where I don't have. A lot of information. I just get what i occasionally see here there, here and there and you know make judgments upon that i try not to um you know but it it's just like it's basically like an an ad on on a show or an ad on the radio and it it's 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 obnoxious i i hate those ads cuz i feel like everybody's lying to me you know, I, I really believe that. I re- I believe that. I would just like to get some facts and some truth um, to things, and it's so hard to find that. Like you really have to make sure you know what you're looking for and where to go to look for it. Um, I feel like you're, you're constantly trying to be persuaded to do something uh, on social media or on the media itself, like TV or or radio. So. You know, what the Russians did, the the biggest thing about that report, I guess, would be that, you know, they kind of tried to make deals with the Trump campaign. And in turn, you know, that comes down to, do I believe that when that happened, that the people from the campaign, you know, who got the information um from the Russians or whatnot. Did they decide to, you know, tell uh the now president that information, um or basically tell him that they got that information or whatnot? Uh my belief is yeah. I I I I believe that in any system, whether it be government or business or whatever, that these things happen, that that people, you know, get information that's probably legally uh gotten and that the top CEO or whatnot of the company uh probably is aware of that information. However, I believe that there's always got to be a fall guy. Uh so that, you know, it keeps those people safe. I I feel like those are long things, uh, long lineages. I don't know how to say it exactly, but you know, there's basically a paper trail or whatnot uh, where it, it goes from person to person to person to person, to person and, and I believe it's set up so that eventually there is a fall guy. And for that reason, and that reason only, I believe... That Trump will never get impeached Not on this anyway Um, And you know All I can say is To the Democrats You know just bring your game And honestly bring an honest Mm -hmm. game um, To To combat him uh, For the seat in 2020 Just you know You know get the Get a candidate who cares Um who will, you know, do the job. That's that's what I want to see I, I, from both sides. I want to see a, com- a candidate who's just going to go in and, and is going to do the job and build an infrastructure around them that is going to work hard and do the job and try to make our country better um, on mm-hmm. all fronts, on economy, on, you know, our own issues here in the country, on foreign policy. And, you know, I feel like it goes beyond um, Trump. I, I feel like it, it goes before Trump, uh, many presidents before Trump, in that, you know, it's, it's slowly come to where we are now. Um, and somebody has to take a stand and try to get us to be a better country uh, through through our government. You know, our government... I, I so tough. It's, it's, it's like, it's like saying, you know, you know, making our, our country like, uh, a, a good country. Now I love our country, but is it, is it completely good? There are some bad things about it. You know, and that's mm-hmm. how I feel like with every country. So make, you can't ever have a perfect country just like you can't ever have like, um, what was I going to compare it to? Um, oh man, I lost it as I was talking about this,
0: but it's okay. Nothing is
1: ever perfect. World period. peace, world peace. World that's peace. what I was talking about. World peace. It, it's it's kind of like world peace. Um, something that you're probably never going to see, and you know. But is there things that you can do to try to make it better? Yes, and that's what I want to see. Not your Twitter account not a whole committee trying to impeach our president Uh, get together in a room hash it out work together try to make this a better country and not worried about what people think of you you know maybe we can get somewhere Hmm. and that's what I got to say about the subject
0: the only thing I want to add to what you said was excuse me I don't feel that there was anything done illegally by the Trump campaign administration in regards to a foreign country's involvement? Did they listen? Sure. Did they potentially, you know, uh, welcome information? Certainly he welcomed uh, Russia to uh, find more stuff with Wiki, uh, Wiki links and stuff like that. But is it a crime? I don't think there's a crime there, Buck, which is why you can't impeach. But what's interesting is when they went to do this investigation, now here's all this obstruction or attempts at uh, obstruction. That's concerning. But for me, let's let's be done with it. Let's I'm going to hang up that conversation and end it with saying I really implore our president to uh finally um step up to his commitments, words that he used during his campaign and act presidential and stop infuriating other countries, the media, the other side, etc. He's not the only one. Other people do it. But he should be held to a higher standard because he's our president. Just act presidential. Let's get on with the world. Let's focus on the things that you should be doing day in and day out, which is an awful lot. I wouldn't want the job. You know, far be it from me to be the expert over here, but the one thing I would really implore the president is just leave that shit to the side and act presidential, turn the other cheek, which we all know he can't. But I mean, just turn the other cheek, ignore it, ignore what people are are, are saying and just move on with governing this country. End of story. I'm done. <laughs> Let's move on to another wow. topic. Do you want to take a a uh, well, music break before well, that, or oh, you want well, yes, to add one? Yes, but that I just, I just, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I just
1: need no, to add on a you. little bit there, Cappy, um, because like you know, I but. just really what I'm asking for for the president is to just please, you know, don't screw up the country too, too much, because when it comes right down to it. At some point, when me and you get in there in 2020, you know, president and, you know, co-president there, you know, uh, I I just wanted to, you know, not – I'm going to do the job that I need to do to make sure that this country gets back to being awesome. So I just don't want to work that, that hard about it. So all I'm asking for them, please – When I take over, when I get the votes, because we all know that that's what the country wants. They want bucking cap. Right. I'm just asking, you know, just just hold on and don't make it any more difficult for me. There we go. Like this would say. America, home of the brave, land of the free. We need new leadership. I think we can all agree on that. And that's why I'm announcing my candidacy for President of the United States in 2020. That's right, me, Buck, of the Buck and Cap Show. Because we may not build bridges, we may not build walls, but we will build shit together.
0: Can't say it any better um, than that, Buck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, I was like, I, I wonder how he's gonna feel about this when I get in there. I wonder if he knew that I was setting something up, but uh,
0: I don't know. I'm the one that pressed the promo. I I was wondering if you were trying to um, press it, but I beat you. I beat you to the gun.
1: Really? Because <laughs> when I pressed it, it came on.
0: <laughs> yeah, but
1: wow, we it, must
0: we must have pressed button.
1: it together. That's what I'm saying. Let's press buttons together.
0: Together. Let's yes. build
1: shit together.
0: Yes. <laughs> <It's> That's simple. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love uh, it. Hey, you know what I wanted to do? Well, you um, know what I wanted to get back to? Movie stars we love to binge watch.
1: I'm there. I'm there.
0: Well, before be we do that. Let's uh yeah, let's do a music break. I'm gonna tie it into Buck and Cap's uh uh run for the presidency. And we'll That's be right right back after this music break. And then the
1: girls buck here from the buck and cap show with an urgent message for you times are tough out there they're rougher than they ever have been and you need a little protection to help you along the way look no further than cappy's condoms that's right ladies and gentlemen cappy stands by his condoms 100 percent. and 93 percent of the time he's right and last time i
0: checked that's an a
1: so if you're looking for that grade a protection look no further than cappy's condoms
0: yeah yeah Welcome back to the Buck and Cat Show here on the Dead Air Nation Network, presented by gnarlybeerco.com. Check out our sponsors at gnarlybeerco.com and use the promo code SINISTER when making a per- purchase for a VIP discount. And just a reminder, folks, you want to talk to the host, you're more than welcome to call us 646 668 8869. You may or may not get on the show. No, I'm kidding. Most likely you'll get on the show. Because we get tired of hearing one another, especially when I interrupt Buck. Ain't that right, Buck? Like I was saying. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: <laughs> Whenever I interrupt them.
1: It's one of those moments where I forgot that I put the, the uh, mute button on my Skype show.
0: I was like, ah! And I tried yeah, to there's... time it. I tried to time it where you do that pause and then talk. I tried to time it so that I could cut you off. You know, Eh, well, it still works. I think it still works anyway. So, Buck, uh, I want to say a couple months ago, you came up with an idea of movie stars. We love to binge watch. We were throwing out stars, and we were going through their movies and coming up with what we perceived to be top five movies although we probably watch more than just the top five, but they're top five movies that we would watch or love to watch. Binge, that type of thing. So um, I came up with one that I'm looking through right now. The star is Jennifer Aniston. When she first started uh, with movies, she had a couple flops. Um probably yeah, would she in a did. couple flops. But I'm just looking through things right now. And uh the Horrible Bosses um series stands out to me. I love her in that. I, I think she's hysterical personally. So mm-hmm. that would probably Absolutely. have to be in my top five. Um another one from her that would be in my top five would have to be um, the Breakup with Vince Vince Vaughn and Just Go With It with Adam Sandler. I really do enjoy the Just Go With It one um, because it's just a world of lies. Here's one for you that, I, you know, I'm not sure if it hits my top five, but God, I, I love her in this movie too. I, I just love them all in the movie. It's stupid humor. We're the Millers. So, (laughs) of course, (laughs) but then you got Marley and me where she plays a little bit more of a serious role. It's a good movie. It's a tearjerker because if you're a dog lover, uh, spoiler alert, dog dies. Um, wow. Now people are definitely interested. I, I, (laughs) Saw <laughs> this movie, Love Happens. and I'm, I'm looking this stuff up as I'm talking to you, so it's, you know, it's tough to narrow um, top five right away, but the movie Love Happens with Aaron Eckert, um, I thought was a decent movie with her. Um, <laughs> Horrible Bosses 2 is in with the Horrible Bosses original, or like, you know, as a as a whole. Um and where is it? I oh, along comes Polly. Along came Polly, sorry. And of course, uh, Bruce, just
1: when I thought I was sneaking one in on
0: you. <laughs> I I held off on mentioning it and then I'm looking at it, I'm going, Oh, where is it? And I don't know that this movie was really the greatest. But, man, did she look hot in it? The Bounty Hunter. Oh, know. okay. All right. I did I, I did leave a couple, I think a couple out there that are, um, you know, potential top fivers or honorable mention for you. Because I can't steal them all.
1: Right. Well, you know, to me, Couple couple things with her, like you know, I feel like the ones that you were talking about, like in the beginning of her career, were you know when when she was on uh, Friends, like Pitch Perfect, I guess The Object of My Affection, I think was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And uh, what was the other one? Um.
0: Uh, anyway. I'm looking for it now.
1: Um. Yeah, I kind of looked for it too. There, there, there were some that, um, you know, obviously.
0: Dream uh, for an oh, insomnia. She's the till one. There was you. I think you might be thinking of. She's till the, there one you. the one. Was I was thinking. Of. Oh, she's the one. Yeah, there you go. Yes. So anyway, you know,
1: those early ones were kind of a flop for me. Um, th- there were some where she was more of a, you know, they they wanted to go off of her name and she wanted to be a, a movie actress, so. You mm-hmm. know it kind of blended itself together, so she wound up in bad movies and I think she you know with an ensemble cast more so um instead of her being the the prime name is uh is something that works better for her. It works better for a lot of actors to be honest with you, it's mm-hmm. not just her um I will say, oh man, she's hot, and i i just any movie she's in, whether it's good or bad, i watch. Yeah, I mean, Um, maybe not like one like Mother's Day, but I think I've seen it. Um, Yeah, I've seen it. (laughs) But, you know, another movie that was actually seemed like it was going to be awesome, uh, but wasn't so great was Office Christmas Party. Yes. And, you know, she kind of plays a smaller role on that until literally in the end. But to me, you know, that one wasn't a great movie. I will tell you a couple um couple that you know before I get into my five that were decent. Um rumor has it I kind I I, I actually that like for that for one. You. Same. Uh Rockstar, I like that one. You know, I I With, was, uh, Mark Wahlberg for some reason it, it's not the it's not the greatest. I
0: I'll even admit. You know, it's not great cinema.
1: Neither one of
0: them was very good in it. But it was a decent <laughs> movie. It's one of those movies that, I, you know, I guess they say for Cable. It's one of those movies that when it comes out, you're like, oh, this is a good movie. I'll watch this on a Saturday. Oh, right. Bringing It Boy is in the chat room along with BT. What's up, guys? What's up, Bringing It Boy? What's up, BT? I'll let you finish your um, your dialogue here, and then I'll, I'll let you know uh, some of the ad ones that we have here from uh, BT.
1: Well, that's
0: good. Um one
1: movie that is not very well known of hers um that I enjoyed was Derailed. So it's, it's a it's a serious movie. Um and it's it's just out there, but I enjoyed watching it. You know, her and um what is Clive Owen, Clive Owen, I think his name is. Um Clive Owen and her, you know, get mixed up, you know, and she winds up luring him back to a hotel room and then some dude comes in and and knocks him out and all hell breaks loose mm-hmm. and you know, trying to get trying to extort money off of him. Um but, you know, that's basically the premise of it, the beginning of mm-hmm. it, and it goes from there, but I I enjoyed that movie. But when it comes to her you know, the ones that I think of are Office Space, cult classic. You know, she doesn't play a huge role in it, but, you know. Yeah, she I left the that girlfriend. after
0: she doesn't, but I left Office Space for you because I knew that would be one that you and I both would like.
1: Yes, and and she's she's phenomenal, like, in, <laughs> in my mind. She's a pretty good actress, but, like she was just playing a a regular role in that and i love the movie itself it's it's an amazing movie um mm-hmm. the the other ones that obviously you already mentioned are just go with it cuz she's funny and hot in that one yep so and, and the next the next that one including the next two um are basically she's the same in each one of them where she's funny and hot in it. Um, We're the Millers, phenomenal movie. Horrible yep. bosses. I'll tell you what. When I first saw I that movie boss. with her, I was like, oh man. Horrible bosses too. I'm gonna leave out of it because I really wish they would have waited to make that. It kind of, in my mind, it was not. It was definitely not as good. It's something you... I would watch.
0: You know what did it for me on Horrible Bosses 2 is the fact that I saw an interview with her and Jason Bateman, and they're good friends. And they played this before it came out, and they played a couple clips where the two of them go back and forth with some really raunchy talk. And they talked about how difficult it was for the two of them um, to do that because they do double dates. And stuff like that. Um So, right. needless to say, you know, it, I was like, okay, they really know each other pretty well. So I think that's what added to the humor for me, where I was laughing my butt off about it. But I I do see your point on that. You know. So right. so what are your top five? Who would you which movies would you put up? Well, in? my
1: Office Space. The, uh... The
0: We're the Millers.
1: The Horrible Buses. Just go just go with it. And then finally, I have to throw it in there. You mentioned it. I thought you weren't going to. Along Came Polly. Probably my yeah. favorite. I love that movie. It was a great movie. Uh between her and yeah. Ben Stiller. Uh is phenomenal. But if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about binge watching with Jennifer Aniston, uh, guilty pleasure. I will totally binge watch the show Friends with her.
0: Yeah. Yep. I love that show.
1: Loved it when it came out. I'll still binge watch it till this day. Um, I'm actually, you know, if we get through it, uh, I have another actor who's who was in the TV show who, you know, I would consider binge worthy. I'm actually going to include in gotcha. my top five if we get to him, but there's a couple others that I wanted to get into first.
0: Well, one I wanted to mention, BT brought up a couple, of, well, a handful of actors, which I think we got into a couple of these. He said Nicolas Cage. Tom Hanks, I know we got into Tom Hanks. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I thought we got into Nick Cage, but I'm looking at my list. I, I kept it so that I would know which ones we got into and I just, you know, kind of cross them uh, one, like a one line cross out so that I know that we did it. Um, so I'll write Nicholas Cage, Matt Damon and Denzel Washington.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: was so, were a couple.
0: Anyway, I'm writing them down so that um, we can get into them. Tom Hanks, we already did. Sorry if you missed out on it, BT. But his is so difficult to narrow down to five. There's so many that we all enjoy. And I can tell you right now, what would be the one movie that would be in BT's top five with Tom Hanks, because we beat it to death, Forrest Gump. As a matter of fact, he even even made a reference when he first jumped into the chat room saying, and that's all I got to say about that book. To which I told him, "Real, you're not going to read this because you never opened up the chat window."
1: (laughs) Real interesting about uh, Tom Hanks though is that he's coming out with a movie called "Won't Mm -hmm. You Be My Neighbor?" He's going to play Mister Rogers. Wow, he's
0: going to be. I'm
1: actually, I'm actually uh, interested in uh, going and seeing that one.
0: Mm -hmm. Should be. Mm -hmm. So tell All right, me. so Cappy. did you have an actor or actress that you wanted to bring up? I, I do, and I
1: want to make sure that uh, we didn't go over them, but I'm going to throw them out there. What about Will Ferrell? Did we do for
0: Will Ferrell? Uh, let me see, because I was waiting for you to do – no, we did not. Remember I told you if you kept holding off, there's another guy out there. Um, that we. Both oh, I think I, I think I got both of them tonight.
1: I think I do. Because I remember you saying that, and I'm like, I'm not holding off tonight. Because I have a seen I,
0: I was like, if you keep holding off on these dudes, I'm going to wind up bringing them up. So let's do Will Farrell. Let's hear <laughs> it. Here's another guy that I feel if I keep
1: you, if if I keep holding off on these dudes. <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I could have said oh, a few people. Oh man! <laughs>
1: oh, that's but good. Anyway, um, that's another guy. That I man. don't think
0: you could pin down five movies on this guy. And you started off because I always. Oh man, we. I always say everything.
1: Ah oh, man, we 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 could go on and on with with this guy, but you know, there's. There's a lot to be said though there's a lot of movies that um you know are movies that are kind of you know second tier comedies i would say uh that mm-hmm. you'd have to sit there i i honestly thought were brilliant um and really good but yet you know also things that you would probably wouldn't see in here um or at least in the top five you know for me his his movie that comes to mind when that come in that kind of way is Everything Must Go. Have you ever seen that movie? Yes. Well, I I really like that movie. And another mm-hmm. one that comes to mind is Stranger Than Fiction. And oh. I'll be honest with you. Um, I don't think I can put semi-pro in there, in the top five, although I love it. Uh, I love because it, too. In my mind, you got to go Talladega Knights, Elf, yeah. Anchorman, Step Brothers, and then that gives you like one to pick out of the rest of them. Um, and, and there are a few of them there. But for me, my fifth one um, will have to be the other guys. And I know I'm leaving oh, some out and I'm hoping you find it. Oh, won, you did it.
0: Oh, man. <clears throat> it's one of my favorites of his. I'm I'm sorry. We talked about this before because we went through Mark Wahlberg. And uh, we brought up this movie. that that movie to me. Uh was hysterical. It's one of those underrated uh movies that um you know, you love. It, Blades of Glory would be one that I might consider. Ah, might consider. I completely forgot about Blades of Glory. I, there's just so many things. I mean, you talked about Stranger Than Fiction, um, and Everything Must Go. I mean, but yeah, you know, even the movie that he did with uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg, Daddy's Home. Um, yes. Get hard with Kevin Hart. It was okay. I mean, (laughs) you know, I I actually Uh, like
1: Get Hard. I really like that one. That it was between other guys in that one. How
0: about the campaign with uh, Zach Galifianakis? Not worthy of the top. I expect, but I expected more out of it. But here's one for you: small role, very small role, but hysterical. Austin Powers is international. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I, knew, yeah. I, I knew you were going to bring a, that up. I've fallen. Uh, I can't see. I think my leg is broke. Oh. oh. Hold up.
2: <laughs> Hold up. I think like, I can
1: get on the other one. And <clears throat> oh, no. I broke the other leg. <laughs> you're like, just die, dude. Just die. <laughs> we're in the second uh, one when he, he's like, Down here, I'm very severely burned. If somebody could please help me. And then the door opens. He's like, oh, thank God. Listen, sir, I'm very severely... Boom! Boom! You shot me!
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's a very small part. I mean, you can't really say much about it. You know what I mean? Like, you can't put it in his uh, top five, because... He's not, like, one of the main characters. He's a supporting character. He, you know, he's, like, the sidekick yeah. at that,
1: for that matter. So. Exactly. And, and he it's such a minimal role. Um, But, you know, it's, you know, for me, there's there's other ones in there. Like, it doesn't make top five, but, you know, A Night at the Roxbury is such the Stupid comedy, but when I was younger, it was like one of my favorites, you know, because it was just so stupid. It, it 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 literally is one of the stupidest comedies ever made, and I love it for that. Um, another one that comes to mind too is Zoolander. I mean, um, yeah. If this were yeah. Ben Stiller, you know, Zoolander might make it because he's more of a prominent role in that, but. That's basically why I left out that. Um, But just so many... Here's the thing about him, though. Like, he has... We've named a ton. It's so hard to get a top five with him. But there's also... You could argue there's a bottom five with him, too. You know? Like, really bad movies. That's true. You know what I mean? And, And it's just... For me... Maybe not not as much, but there there are some really awful movies that he was in, um, and I'm like, yeah, that that really, yeah, that's, that's yeah, I like them, but that's really bad. You know, I I know people are gonna hate me for saying this, but you know, superstar wasn't really one of my favorites. Um, Mine neither, but it, it was. For me, a pretty uh, movie, you know. Yeah. But here's he. Here's he one that I would throw in was that
0: bottom really five. Good. Go ahead. One I would throw in there that I I expect it better. And I really didn't care for it. The house with Amy Poehler, where oh, they do the casino in, their, say, in yeah. their house.
1: I was expecting something better. Then there's better one more that city, I'll yeah.
0: leave. If you don't say it, I'll say it, but I'll leave it out there for you.
1: oh, for me to say um yeah well he <laughs> i w- I wonder if it's the same one, like bad ones i mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go into right now, but there were a couple of like smaller roles um he was in a smaller role in the producers the new the new yep. one with um what's his face. I forget his name.
0: Matthew Broderick.
1: Uh, Matthew Broderick. And I was trying to remember. Nathan Lane. Those two guys. Nathan? Yep. I thought he was hilarious in that movie. Actually, And and I guess people expected more. It didn't do great. But I enjoyed that movie just like I enjoyed the play Mm -hmm. uh, when I got to see it in uh, Philly with our sister. Uh, She'll go over that one with you. Uh, Another small stupid role that he was in that I enjoyed in a movie that is probably one that nobody really knows all that much of but I saw it and I was just like I love this movie and that's the ladies man when he plays yeah, the, okay. the husband who's a we're, we're having a huge Greco-Roman wrestling match um, <laughs> but did we mention old school
0: we did not because we, we kind of you need to mention kind of kept that out for sure who was the sure. main character in uh, ladies man the uh, he's a Saturday night live guy too why can't I think of his damn name uh, um
1: uh, geez I can't maybe, think of his name Either he typically wears the afro right um uh, uh, what was his anyway. name? I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Um, anyway. I'm just, once I, once I get the last name, it's probably going to come out throughout the broadcast here. But once I get the last name, uh, I'm just going to yell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Meadows. That's who it. Is. There you go. Yep. See, I just had to pause for a little bit, and I uh, finally got it.
0: No, nope. bt brings up Rob Schneider again. Rob Schneider, Rob Schneider, Schneider. Schneider? Mm-hmm. I did, Rob Schneider. Anyway,
1: you know, it's funny because you know there are you know a couple of Rob Schneider like films, that, like I I feel like like he was the star of they didn't really go so well but they weren't awful films films rob schneider mm-hmm. um you got anybody definitely... out oh i do i thought you i thought it was your turn brother man but yes i do right. my second guy is drum roll jim carrey we bring up jim carrey yet
0: I don't believe we have... I, I'm amazed that you still haven't brought up the one dude that you love, but you know. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Jim I thought Harris. that
1: was going to be the guy.
0: Seriously? Yeah,
1: Jim Carrey. The one Jim actor Car- that obviously. you bring up
0: over and over and over again. When you do movie quotes, it's typically from his movies.
1: Uh, okay. I think I know who it is.
0: Yeah, this guy anyway. in his
1: phone
0: Yeah, hello. Ding ding ding. <laughs> who who you just? We mentioned Jim Carrey. Who who you just so happened to. to overlook for God knows how long, over a month now. But anyway. Well, all
1: right. It's not What's overlooking. Jim Carrey? It's trying to get other actors in there and trying not to throw them all. You know, trying to save some for later dates You know what I mean? For um, me, yeah. you know, getting into Jim Carrey uh starts out with some of the classics East Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, Liar Liar. I feel all three have to be in there. And then you can yeah. kinda of play around from there, you know. Um there's a lot of, you know, decent ones, but you know ones that don't go for me per se. Uh and then, you know, for the top five. I mean, me, myself, and Irene's in the top five for me. And hmm. basically, it leaves a decision between The Mask or Yes Man. And I'm I'm going to go I, Yes Man.
0: I go Yes Man. Yes Man's in there for me. Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, Liar, Liar. Then for me, it's probably Yes Man. And then from there... Can You can throw in The Mask. You can throw in Bruce Almighty. Me, myself, and Irene, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I, I just think it lacks some things here and there. But um, here's one for you. It wouldn't be in my top five, but uh, I did enjoy it. It was a funny movie. Fun with Dick and Gene, where he loses yes. his job <laughs> and they basically go out to rob places and fail miserably at doing it. And then here's one where honestly he was bad in it. It, it was one of his first ones. I think 1985 once bitten. Have you ever <laughs> seen it? Yes. yes. You tell me <laughs> I why I, would, that why I would watch that movie over and over.
1: Uh, yeah. cause of uh, the
0: women in it. His girlfriend,
1: Laura Hutton.
0: Well, that's that's the uh, vampire, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, the woman who plays the vampire. But yeah, that that would be the reason. Because I mean, oh my God, she looks smoking in that, and um, I forget the girl's name that plays his girlfriend. I'm not gonna get it. Trust me, I'm not gonna get it. But she was equally as hot. Yes. So yeah, that 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 would be now I will say um there's a couple movies animated that uh that I do enjoy. Not worthy of being in the top mm. five, but but I do enjoy Yeah. Them.
1: Yeah. I I I would say so. I mean there's a couple of good ones. You know, a couple of good Christmas-related ones. I'll tell you one <laughs> that he's in that I think is awesome, and that is Kick-Ass. No, yeah. Nicolas Cage is yeah. a Kick-Ass. He's in Kick-Ass, too. But, um, <laughs> but I,
0: I enjoyed that. <laughs> so bringing up the cool. that, did you know that Jim Carrey was in Deadpool? Probably his best role.
1: Hmm. He was in
0: Deadpool. Now, I'm a, no, I'm, please
1: enlighten us.
0: I I'm looking it up because I mean to tell you I I've watched Deadpool, but I'm wondering if this is something sarcastic. I'm I'm gonna look up the um the cast for Deadpool. See full cast because I've gone down a ton of them and haven't seen mm-hmm. Jim Carrey. I'm wondering if he played like a a dead guy or something. Rest of cast listed alphabetically. I do not see Jen, Jim Carrey. Let me check Deadpool 2, in case he was thinking Deadpool 2. Or no, he wasn't in either Deadpool one of them. Isn't Deadpool 3 out now or coming out? Well, uh, it's not now. out yet. You know, it's in the making, but it's
1: not out yet. Let me see if he responded to
0: our inquiries. I just saw it this weekend, Johnny Sugar. I'm not sure. Is that the character he plays, Johnny Sugar? I don't know who that is. I'm looking at the cast for Deadpool 2. And no, I'm not saying
2: Jim Carrey. I, I
0: have so, no idea. I have no okay, idea is what
2: you're talking, talking about.
0: about. Is he talking about Deadpool 3? Let's see. <laughs> I, I All right, Deadpool 3. Uh, IMDb. Let's look at the cast. Oh my goodness, come I on. will say this, you know, because with
1: him, he was in that. He's in that show. Um, that came out, and I actually watched it, and I can't think of its name, but the show he was in, um, about him being like. Um, Mr. Rogers, did you see? Did you ever see that show? Uh, No, I don't know what I'm talking about. Not sure. Well, anyway, he, it, it, it's been. I don't. I guess it should come out with its next. Um, what's his face? It's next. Um, season, but okay. I'm trying to think of what it's called. Oh, at the moment,
0: but BT cleared it up. But he The Deadpool the nineteen ninety eight, nineteen eighty eight, ninety eight. Hello, nineteen eighty eight Clint Eastwood Dirty Harry movie, Deadpool. Oh my God, we're looking. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. We're we're looking at we're looking at Deadpool <laughs> with Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> like.
1: Wait a minute. Wait exactly. A minute. He
0: was in Deadpool. Like what do I oh, not
1: know? God. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know he came out with that. Um <laughs> oh, a, my goodness. I'll go on and with a couple of uh couple of things with him um that we, you know, might not have mentioned yet. Johnny Square um, that is
0: what's that? He played the character Johnny Squares in, oh, the, in Dead... the Deadpool. The Deadpool. Gotcha.
1: Which I've seen, but I don't remember him in it, so it's like, Hmm. hmm what is that? Yeah you know uh, I
0: mean funny. <laughs> but he say, My bad. No worries. <laughs> It made for a funny, uh, uh, well, for a funny uh, storyline. Right. It did make for a good storyline. Now, I I, I think... Two jackasses looking up Deadpool.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think he isn't totally terrible in some of the, like, more serious roles that he's done. Jim Carrey. Uh, But... You know, I just don't think they make
0: the top five.
1: You know what I mean, brother man?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. But you know, that being said, where are you on uh,
1: the list with him?
0: Uh, with Jim Carrey, Dumb and Dumber, Mm -hmm. Ace Ventura, Liar Liar. Um, then I have to go with Yes Man. I love that. Um movie with him. And, uh God, probably The Mask at that point. And then gotcha. comes, you know, all the rest. I did not like Man on the Moon. And I think it's mainly because of the uh, character. I wasn't a big Andy Kaufman fan. He, you know, when he was doing his shtick for attention. So, but again yeah, I think say fun with Dick and Jane would be one for consideration up there, but you know, uh two for Christmas wise would probably be the Grinch who stole Christmas and Christmas Carol, which I thought um you know, granted they're animations, but um did well, well, no, Grinch who stole Christmas, not really animated. Yeah. The Christmas Carol would be
1: more of animated an animated one. I mean, you did not. I, I'm surprised you didn't mention Earth Girls Are Easy.
0: <laughs> oh, so, you know, Batman Forever <laughs> it's a terrible movie. That's why.
1: When yeah, it's the terrible Riddler, too.
0: I didn't particularly care mm-hmm. for it.
1: Yeah, at, at that point, I think like the way they were trying to make the um. The Batman's at that time were very cheesy
0: to me, and I didn't—I wasn't Although, on board with it. The get back Earth, girls are easy. Again, a movie that you know I would watch simply because of the girls, you know. Yeah, yeah
1: well, there are movies like that. That's for sure. Right, Gina Davis was that the next actress that we're going to do? Gina Davis.
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, you know, in that, yeah, I mean, although to be very fair, not a big Gina Davis fan as far as, you know, like the the acting and you know, the voice except for Beetlejuice. I I did enjoy her in Beetlejuice, but she did have one hell of a body.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I I wasn't you know, which is funny because you mentioned Beetlejuice and she doesn't really show off the body in Beetlejuice but other than right. that
0: yeah, but yes, as far as the, uh, the she, role she in could, that was okay
1: yeah she could definitely I was, show I was off saying the body I
0: really didn't care for her acting except for Beetlejuice so. gotcha alright let me see if I throw one out there for you Mel Gibson Mel Gibson.
1: You didn't do Mel Gibson yet?
0: I don't know if we did him or not. I, uh, something tells me. we. I don't know that we did. I will tell you this. One of my favorites, and guess what? It was on this past weekend. They had a little marathon of it. Lethal Weapon. One of my favorites mm. with him. Oh, um, yes. The Patriot. I loved him in The Patriot. Braveheart Yes, yes. Braveheart's got to be in there. It was really good and stuff like that. But, you know, um, it it was kind of a recurrent theme role for him, if you will. But, um, right. Okay, so, you know, maybe I go with those three. Uh, We Were Soldiers. Man, I loved them. And We Were Soldiers. That was good. And then, of course, Mad Max. I mean, I think you got to have them in Mad Max. And then you got a bunch out there that are probably contenders. Yeah. People will talk about conspiracy theory. The movie as a whole um, wasn't the greatest for me. It drug in some areas, but it was good. But here's one that I thought he was excellent in, and I just enjoyed the movie overall, Maverick. Have you ever seen that one with James Gardner? Oh, yes. And, uh, yes. Jody That's and- in my top five. So, for you know, him, that that's one of my top five, yeah, you know that's one of those ones that is i can't I can't kick lethal weapon, and when I say lethal weapon for those listening we we do the series as a whole, lethal weapon, two, three, four, um, I can't kick that one out of my top five, I can't kick we were soldiers out of that, I can't kick the patriot out of that. So, yeah, you know what? Uh, there's room in there. There's, there's the three that I really can't kick. Braveheart's one of those ones. It's just really such a good one. But, you know, guess what? Maverick could could be in there. Ransom was okay, but I don't know. Just didn't quite do it.
1: Speaking of that that particular time, like y- you bring up conspiracy theory, that was a good one. But for me, Maverick's in there, and then of course you you can't kick out the Patriot. I think might be my favorite of his. Yeah. Um, uh Lethal Weapon. Again, you can't kick that one out either. Um, I think I'm gonna have to kick Braveheart actually out of it, and you know Mad Max isn't high on my list either. But you know, when I when it comes to me, the Patriot has to be in there. Um and Maverick and Lethal Weapon and uh, what was the other one? And you you had mentioned it already. Oh, I was um, just gonna
0: throw you off. I was gonna throw you off with Bird on a Wire or to Kill a Sunrise. No. <laughs> but they're but thanks only here by uh Goldie Hawn and Michelle but Pfeiffer. But I have to throw in We were soldiers? Payback. Payback, yeah, payback.
1: Payback, I love them in payback. And I guess if there's the only four, then I'd throw Braveheart in there afterwards. Um mm-hmm. ones that kind of missed out for me in that. Are signs. I didn't like signs all that much. Um, and you know what, honestly? We were soldiers. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna admit that I don't think I've seen that
0: through. Yeah. Oh
1: my God.
0: It's a good movie. Good movie. I love Sam Elliott in that movie because he plays one of the, his main guy, his right hand man. And you know, there's uh, one cadet that continues to walk by him on the street. He's like, um, uh, "Nice day, isn't it, Sergeant?" And, he, and he's like, uh, "Good day, Sergeant." And he's like, "How do you know what kind of day it is? What are you, some weatherman or something?" But the best is when they're on the they're on the field, and basically he's put into the same situation that Colonel Mus- uh Colonel Must Colonel Custer puts put in. Oh, talk about a Freudian slip there, huh? But, um, you know, he's talking about it, and he's like, I wonder what Custard... He says, with all due respect, sir, Custard was a pussy. You're not. Ooh. One of the best lines. One of the best lines in the movie. But basically, he tells his men, I'll be the first one on the battlefield, and I'll be the last one off, and I will bring all of you home. And they were put in a situation where uh, the Vietnamese were all over. Him. They should have been killed, but you know, it's the stuff that comes up that you know he's like, okay, we need to do this. We need to get over there, and they basically say um, they they send the helicopter and they want him out. The, his superiors, mm-hmm. the generals, want him out. They they want him out, and he's like, "I will never leave my men. I am not obeying that order." So it's just gotcha. really powerful. Gonna good have good to movie. watch it. I it. You know, I'm
1: I'm I'm assuming that he got away from the Vietnamese. Like his his whole strategy was to uh, make sure that they got them all in the conservatory. And take care of him with the <laughs> candlestick.
0: With the, with the candlestick, <laughs> you were close, right? If he was put it, in it, the it Colonel Mustard situation, <laughs> he launches. He launches the attack <laughs> on them before they can launch the attack on him, and he he basically surprises them, and they admit defeat, um, unwillingly, but they do admit defeat. But I mean that last. Oh, and he has like a a group of men. That were cut off because one of his guys, um, you know, just marches with a group chasing after one of their scouts and they wind up getting bombarded. And they were doing like uh, flybys and um, uh, they were dropping bombs and stuff around them to keep them from getting to them. And a number of those guys died, only two of them survived. I think they, but they finally brought them back in. You know, they, they said our men are out there. They're cut off. We've got to get them. They couldn't get to them for a while. And they finally did. And then they mount that final uh, push up the hill into the, um, the caves that they're hiding in. It's good movie. Good movie. I would still put the Patriot. (laughs) and Lethal Weapon ahead of it, but yeah, I, I, I did enjoy that movie.
1: And Yeah, and to be fair with The Lethal Weapon, like you said, uh, in this case, you're going to have to add all of them in there, because yeah. quite frankly, I could watch any one of them, even number four.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I told you, the, um, uh, the marathon was on. I watched it. So I would go with... Uh, Maverick, we were soldiers, patriot, mm, Lethal weapon series, man, oh man, I guess I have to go with uh Braveheart or payback in there, and then, of course, you got like I mentioned conspiracy theory right, here's one that yeah it's not it's not worthy. But I did enjoy the movie. I'd watch it again if it was on. What Women Want. Yeah. And he's in that uh, Daddy that. Daddy 2. Where he plays Mark Wahlberg's yes. uh, father. And then of course Mad Max. I had mentioned Mad Max. I'd watch Ransom. But Ransom's not up there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's I certainly would watch To Kill a Sunrise. But not because of him.
1: <laughs> Ain't that the truth. I, I I will say, you know, Goldie Hawn looked really good in Bird on the Wire. She
0: she, she was a shot she's not a headshot. films going well up there. there. Uh, exactly. exactly.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's one of it's like something like that. That's an unforgettable moment in any movie, let alone that one. It's like something that's just entrenched in your brain, and all of a sudden somebody pops it up. Oh, you ever see that movie Bird on the Wire? And I'm like, yeah.
0: And that's exactly what comes up, that that
1: particular part.
0: Here's here's uh, bringing it boy. First off, he, he added to what I was saying, calls in the broken arrow, which is basically that group being um, – well, them being overrun. And they just continually call in airstrikes. Um, but th- and that's when they come in and say they want them out of there. And he's like, I'm not leaving my men. But he, he put up his uh, – um, list here. What Women Want, Road Warrior, Payback, Lethal Weapon, Braveheart. So that's bringing it, boy. Bring it, boy! That's his picks. We're, we're up against it, aren't we? We're down to the wire. Yes, we are. <laughs> Not the bird on the wire.
1: Down to the wire. wire. <laughs> down to the wire.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Let's remind our listeners that we're here every Wednesday night, live 8 p.m. here on Dead Air Nation Network, brought to you by our fine sponsors, Gnarly Beer Co. Go and check them out at gnarlybeerco.com. You make a purchase. Make sure you use the promo code Sinister for a VIP discount. Anything else to say there, Buck? Catching on the flip side? Flip side?
1: Yeah. we, we got to work on our uh, catchphrase. Get off the air. You know, we both got to work on that. Say, Get I say off. we work I, on that for next got
0: week. It. I mean, I, I've i got it. I. It's easy for me because I just talk about us being here. Catch us live every night, every Wednesday night, 8 p.m., Dead Air Nation, Gnarly Beer Co., blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. And I
1: hope all your tomorrows are sunny and
0: bright. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're ending it there, folks. <laughs> Have a good night, and we'll see you (laughs) next week. Can't do any better than that.